Hi, this is Ray Edwards from rayedwards.com, and you're listening to one of the very few podcasts that I personally never miss. It's Christ is All with Frank Viola. Hi, Fun Seekers. It's been a while since I delivered a monologue on this podcast, so today is your lucky day. I want to talk to you today about mentoring. Everything from why finding a mentor is important to Jesus' way of mentoring on to answering the question I get often, do I myself mentor people? There's an old Greek proverb that goes something like this. A society grows great when old men plant trees whose shade they will never sit in. I've had five major mentors in my life over the years. Some of them mentored me from a distance, and others did so up close and personal. In my podcast episode entitled Answers to Hot Boiling Questions, I talked about the different levels of mentoring in regard to discipleship, and if you haven't heard that podcast episode, you may want to give it a listen You can find all of the podcast episodes at frankviola.info forward slash podcast, and you'll see the complete list. I also have two blog posts on the subject. One is called A Tale of Two Mentors, and another is called A Word to Mentors and Mentees. And you can find those at frankviola.org and just type the titles in the search window on the right. Let me quickly sketch out five reasons why you should have a mentor. I disagree with everything you say. Marvelous. All right, five reasons why you should have a mentor. Number one, inspiration. A mentor gives inspiration. This has been true with all the mentors that I've had in my own life. Inspiration is essential. And if you're a creator of any kind, you treasure the places wherein you can find it. And a mentor certainly provides inspiration. Number two, instruction. A mentor can take you much, much further in different aspects of your life than you could take yourself. A mentor can shave years of frustration, struggle, and groping in the dark from different aspects of your life. Consider it a shortcut in training and instruction. Three, support. There's tremendous support that comes by being mentored. Spiritual support, mental support, emotional support. You've got someone older, more seasoned, who's in your corner and who is encouraging you along. Number four, insight. By virtue of their experience, 
mentors can offer wisdom and insight and save you a great deal of trouble and distress down the road. And number five, adjustment. Robert Burns famously said, oh, the gift that God would give us to see ourselves as others see us. Let me hasten to point out that we all have blind spots and mentors can point out those blind spots that you cannot see yourself. And the hard, cold reality is that a mentor can put his or her finger on these spots with a fair bit of ease. This becomes painfully obvious to those who are humble and poor in spirit. Of course, if you're not humble and poor in spirit, you will not receive such adjustment. And consequently, you have no business having a mentor in your life in the first place. I agree with everything you say. That's more like it. Well, fun seekers, we need to take a commercial break right now, but I have a lot more to say on this topic. So whatever you do, don't venture very far. Mmm, do you smell french fries? Yeah, and they're really making me hungry. Excuse me, it's me. I had to get him to go. We'll hand him over, fat boy. What? You heard him. He said hand him over. What are you doing? What are you going to do about it? Tell him hit the emergency stop button. All right. Let's see what else you got in the bag. Hey, we've got a couple of cheeseburgers, too. You were holding out on us. Some people go to a lot of trouble for the great taste of our classic burger and fries combo. But you always get what you want and want what you get every day. Served after 10.30 a.m. Let's talk about how to find a mentor. First of all, a mentor is someone who is ahead of you in certain areas of your life, spiritual and otherwise. You can have a mentor in the area of physical exercise. You can have a mentor in the area of theology. You can have a mentor in the area of personal relationships. You can have a mentor in the area of nutrition. It doesn't have to be a one-size-fits-all mentor. However, in the spiritual walk, a mentor is someone who is ahead of you, who is more seasoned, someone who you respect, someone who you know either through their books, their writing, their speaking, or otherwise. And it is my personal opinion that if you're in ministry of any kind or you're a creator of any kind, be that a writer, a blogger, an author, a musician, someone who is in business, you ought to pray for a mentor in your life. And again, I gave you the five reasons why, but in essence, they will take you further than you can go on your own. Jesus Christ gave us a particular model for ministry. And this gets into the area of mentoring. And I see four tiers of mentoring in his ministry. One tier is for the masses. This is where he gave his teachings to the multitudes. Everyone was invited. He was accessible to all. He had a particular message to anyone who can come into earshot distance of his voice. So that's the first tier to the masses. The second tier of his ministry was to 70. And we see the 70 in the Gospels. He took 70 people and he sent them out on a trial mission, probably lasted a couple weeks. They went out, they came back and gave a report. Presumably, these 70 had been with him during his ministry. Then he had a third tier of ministry, which was to to an even smaller group, and it was to the 12. And to the 12, he spent most of his time, and he also shared the mysteries of the kingdom with the 12. And part of the 12 is a group of women who Luke refers to as just, quote, the women, unquote. 
This was a group of about five to eight women who traveled with Jesus, who followed him along with the twelve. So they're part of that small group that were mentored by Jesus in a very personal way. And then beyond the twelve, the fourth tier of mentoring in the life of Jesus was made up of three people, Peter, James, and John. They were part of the twelve, they were part of the seventy, they were part of the multitudes. But they had a unique relationship with the Lord where oftentimes the Lord would pull these three men out of the twelve to do certain things or to witness certain things. So you have the multitudes, you have the seventy, you have the twelve, and then you have the three. And over the years, I have reflected on the Lord's four-tiered model of ministry and mentoring. And from time to time, people will ask me to mentor them. Usually it's young men in their 20s or 30s. And so let me answer that particular question as it relates to myself, but this can also apply to many other people who are involved in ministry and are mentoring other individuals. And I say this to those of you who are looking for a mentor. Number one, if the person is an author, then you can take advantage of their books. Because in a book, you can get that person's sharpest, clearest thinking for an extremely low price, between 8 and $15, usually. I have been mentored by people who are no longer living through their books. And when I find a mentor, when I find someone who I believe I can learn a great deal from, I buy all of their imprint books. And so if you're someone who has asked me to mentor you, you can see my entire catalog of books at frankviola.org forward slash books. Two, if I have courses, avail yourself of the courses. Now, a course is more personal, more robust, more in-depth than a book. And one of the reasons why I have started to produce courses is simply to give people a deeper dive into the various subjects that I speak and write about. And so courses are an extremely wonderful way to be mentored by an individual, especially if you do not live near them. A podcast is a way to be mentored, although podcasts are not as in-depth as courses, and they don't cover as much ground or as much detail. But I love what Maya Angelou said, words mean more than what is set down on paper. It takes the human voice to infuse them with deeper meaning. And this is true when it comes to a podcast and or a course. And I will just say this, that in the courses, and even in this podcast, I speak on some heavy and controversial issues that I do not write about in my books or in my blog. So that's something to keep in mind. Okay, number three, live events. Speaking for myself, I hold one or two live events for a small number of people. Now, I'm not talking about the conferences that I speak in. For instance, I'm going to be in Chicago speaking in a conference this summer. It will be a large number of people who will be attending that, and I will be sharing the platform with several other people. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about an event for a small number of people. This year, I'm doing one such event for people who are in ministry, particularly ministry of the spoken word. It's called Ministry Mind 2015. It's going to be held on October 3rd. If you go to my website, frankviola.org forward slash ministry mind 2015, all one word, 2015 is numbers, you will see all of the information. That event will hold a maximum of 20 people. And if you are a pastor or a teacher or someone who regularly ministers the word of God, 
you definitely want to try to make that event. And the way it's going to work is we're going to open up registration sometime in August and the first 20 people that sign up will come into that event. I also have another event that we actually are turning into a webinar because in order to reach more people all over the world who cannot fly to the United States. And that is for creatives and people who are looking for productivity hacks and tools. It's called Prolific, a deep dive into creativity and productivity. And in it, I unveil all of my productivity strategies as well as my creative process. And it's the first time I've ever done anything like this, but I think it's time now that I'm able to impart the behind the scenes routines that have helped me to produce the various books, podcast episodes, blogs, courses, etc. And you can sign up for that by going to frankviola.org forward slash prolific. And number four, at some point in time, I plan to follow the way of Jesus and Paul, and that is to assemble a small ministry team. This would be along the lines of the three. I do not know when that will happen, but if you are someone who is taking advantage of all the different ways of being mentored that I had mentioned via the books, the discipleship courses, the podcast, the events, there's a good chance that out of that pool of individuals will emerge a ministry team, just as those who are part of the multitudes, the 70 and the 12, ended up becoming part of the three whom Jesus had a very close relationship with. But getting back to the beginning, you ought to pray about finding a mentor. And these are the various ways to be mentored by such individuals. When I have had mentors in my life over the years, I availed myself of everything that they produced. And if they were present at a live event, I moved heaven and earth to be there because I wanted to develop a relationship with those individuals and anything they had to offer, I wanted to be a part of it. So I hope that helps. I hope that encourages you. I hope it inspires you. If you enjoy this podcast, then I would ask that you head over to iTunes and rate it. I'd also appreciate if you shared it with your friends. We now have over 100 episodes all on different topics. And there's a real easy way to share this podcast with others. frankviola.org forward slash love. You will see a ready-made tweet that you can use on Facebook and or Twitter or email it to your friends. Another heads up, on the blog, probably in June, I'm going to be taking a survey. And the survey is going to have a number of questions, but it's all toward helping me make this podcast and my blog more valuable to you. And so I will have a series of questions that will help me navigate what's benefiting you the most so that I can focus on those things and better serve you. Until next time, be good.
your love. 